Great. How's it going? Good to be back. Good to see everybody. Yeah, a big change at right tackle with McGlinchey leaving this offseason. What is your confidence level in Colt McKivitson, and where does that kind of stem from? You know, Colt has uh, he's done a great job for us through the year. You know, through the years he's been here, it's, he's he's always had to fill in in, in short short spells, and has done a good job for us. <clears throat> I think that uh, I think that knowing the job's his coming into it, and it's his job to lose, kind of. Although there'll be guys that are there to compete if if it doesn't work out. Um, I think it's, it's also going to help build his confidence. I think he's you know he's good for the position. He, he's good. He probably you know Mike McGlinchey is a one of the best run-blocking tackles in the NFL, whether I say it, PFF says it, whoever says it. Uh, Colton probably won't be quite that, but uh, but he is a very good run-blocker, and, and his protection, I think, is, is really solid and consistent. He's got a consistent personality. He's a really tough, hard-working guy. He's a great character guy. Kind of like last year when we talked about the interior three players. You know, he's made of the right stuff. He's actually played more snaps than those interior three guys last year had played. And... So it's just about a matter of getting out and starting week in and week out, and and not feeling like the you know, uh, uh, you're a short-term guy that's got to get it done for one week. This now is your job to kind of work with and and play through. So I'm excited for his opportunity, and like you know, there's no saying once you get out there and things start going, you hope he hangs in there. I mean, I already told him. I said, you know, I think we're going to camp against the Raiders. They drafted a really high rusher and they have a rusher that is pretty darn good too, 98. So I mean, they've got. It's going to be a challenge right out of the gate. Just in training camp in the first preseason game for him. So he'll have a lot to go through this season, but I, we have a lot of confidence in the guy. You get to see a whole lot of him last year, but he didn't let up over his small sample a lot in, in pass protection. Uh, did he take big strides? He did. Than? Last year he was playing as well as he'd ever played, and he was in the Rams game, the home Rams game, and his knee, he got uh, – he was – here, here's a shocker. He was he was blocking his guy, and Aaron Donald kind of got loose on the left side and got shoved into him. And uh, his knee just kind of was a weird thing. And so he had a, a minor knee thing that, that took him out for a few weeks. And when he came back, he wasn't it wasn't like he wasn't the same guy, uh, but he just never quite got back to that level. And he never really had to play the rest of the year, short of a mop-up thing at the end of a game. I think he grew from that trial by fire in Week 17. In, in oh yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, Colton's been through a lot here, and, and uh, the thing about him was we, you know, we released him. Um, I think it was his second season after the second training camp, and uh, that was a, a wake up. If you talked to him about it, that would probably be his wake up call in the NFL. And we brought him back on. Nobody claimed him, and we brought him back on our practice squad. And uh, to him, that was one of those things where he kind of thought, well, I was drafted. I'm going to be here. I'm going to get my opportunities. And you come to realize that nothing's guaranteed. And so we brought him back in a practice squad, and he was a different guy from that moment on. His jaw was set, and we activated him later in the year. And that, that kid, he's been, he has been all business, all work, all about being the best he can be. And last season during camp, and you nailed it, he was playing as well as he's ever played. Coming out of that week, uh, 17 game or whatever it was a couple years ago against the Rams and then uh, obviously into this season when he had to fill in. What do you look for out of Spencer Burford in year two? What does he need to... Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be exciting for him. Both those guys were in my office yesterday because I wanted to give them both kind of the same message of, you know, you're not looking over your shoulder right now. This is your job. Now there's guys here. We brought in John Feliciano. We brought in Matt Pryor. We've got uh, Jalen Moore. We've got uh, um, uh, Leroy... Uh, uh, but, uh, what's it called? Leroy Watson, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, Leroy. And uh, uh, 
and, and, and we've got these guys that are there to compete for this position. But the same thing with Spencer. I said, you know, Spence, last year you split, split time with Dan, and uh, it was good for you. And, and I, I would have hoped during the year he would have taken over the position, but he never really did. It was always kind of a nip and tuck between the two of them, and Dan had to fill in some games to other positions, so Spence ended up playing more plays. This year, boy, he has come back, looks like a different guy, carrying himself differently. The confidence level, I mean, the jump, it's, it is, it's true. The, between years one and two for a player, if they play, is the biggest jump they ever make because you just can't stop the, the, what goes on during a season. It's just one game after another game after another game. And about October, your season is usually over in college, and now we're playing to February almost, like last week of January. So it's like this is like it was so long, it's so much, and it doesn't let up. This year, I think he's more prepared for the whole process. He knows what it is. I think he's ready to make that step. And I say everything to this point, as much as you can tell from this, he looks prepared and ready to go. Feliciano came here with kind of a reputation of being a good, I don't know, glue guy, locker room guy. Are you seeing some of that in terms of his interaction with the line? Oh, he's a great guy. And that's the one thing about, uh, we were just talking about on the way over, that the, the character of the guys on this team that, that Kyle and John have brought in is just outstanding. I mean, we've just got a great group of guys. It's a great room, and everybody works together. So when we go out looking in free agency, it's you don't want to bring in a guy that's going to not be that. But John has been as advertised that way. He competes. You won't miss a beat if he if he, if he he ends up starting at guard or center for us for, so, for whatever reasons. I think John's a good player and uh, adds a lot to the room leadership-wise, uh, toughness, tenacity, work ethic, yes sir, no sir guy, and really, really good. I really enjoyed getting to know him. Was Cal getting some some snaps at center today? Yeah, that, well, some. That, they were on the ground <laughs> some too. So <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that. I will. Thank you. Yeah, we're trying to work him in there. Nick is uh, Nick's an interior player. I think there's been some talk about Nick at tackle because that's what he played in college. He's he's an interior player. He's he's made great strides. He was. Uh, if there's a McGlinchey Award, Mike McGlinchey, I mean, should have had a cot somewhere. He was here all the time. 24-7 McGlinchey was Mr. 49er, right? Sakel is running a close second to that right now because he was here the first day he could be here in the offseason, training, working, working on his quickness, working on everything we asked him to work on. He's made a huge jump. Um, but he's got to get snapped. He's got to get snaps up. And he's had some trouble in these OTAs. Gun snaps are fine. He's just got to get more snaps with our quarterbacks. And, and right now, because it's a different quarterback, it's not like he's taking in the scout team last year. You took all your snaps, say, with um, uh, 17. And, and then now this year, it becomes a point where you know it's, it's a bunch of different quarterbacks. He's not used to that yet. So he's not a natural center, uh, but we've got to get him ready to go with that position. Have you talked about Fisher yet? I walked in late, but uh, what are your thoughts on Fisher? Big Joey. Joey, Joey. Joey's a guard. He's definitely a guard. Uh, Joey's going to be a right or left guard. I don't see him playing center ever right now. It doesn't mean in time he might not be able to grow into the position. He's not a tackle, though. He is strong, hardworking, tough guy. I really like what I see in him. There's a, it's a big learning curve right now, as is for all rookies. Uh, he's an even smaller school guy. Um, the techniques that they used were different. So it's a big curve, learning curve, but you never know. You know, you come in and you start doing it. Next thing you know, it clicks for some guys sooner than others, or he may be a year from now. I don't know, but I really like him as, as an undrafted because he's physically got the makeup to be a good offensive guard. You mentioned earlier the value and kind of knowing that it's your job going to year. Brendel had that last year and had a pretty good year. Having had that year under your belt, how much better can Brendel get? Like, is there still upside there? That well, yeah, I think for the same reasons we were talking about today, Jake was – we missed some calls early in the season. He got better as the season went on. Um, 
he was really quick to want to make a call. And as you guys know, we motion a lot. So sometimes he'd make a call, but the picture would change and, and, and we'd be off because of that. And, and as late as the Seattle game in the playoffs, it happened. And it happens to everybody. It happened to Alex in the championship game two years ago. Um, and, and I just think that what happens is, is that those things, the game slows down another step because you played a whole season now. You've seen all the different defenses. You've been on the road. You've heard the, you know, the crowd noise, the silent count. You've managed all that stuff one time. Now you can build on those same things, and, and th there should be growth. Is he physically going to be a lot better player? I think you learn. You start learning angles. You start learning the defenses, the defensive guys in front of you. You start learning our offense a little bit better. Um, you're not just now, oh my gosh, I got this. I'm running this line. I've got this whole offense to learn. I've got to get everybody pointing in the right direction. Oh, and by the way, I've got to do my job. Now you feel a lot more confident to run the line. You feel a lot more confidence at what we're doing. And at the same sense, now you can focus on now, how do I play better? So I think there should be a jump um, this year for him. There should be a jump for Burford. There should be a jump for Banks. That conversation I've had with, with Spence and, and Cold, I had last year with Banks. And it was never more true with Banks. I said, dude, I said, I said to him, I said, you may, I had it with Jake too, but I said, you may come into this thing and we may go to Minnesota for camp and you may play you know, like a Hall of Famer or you may play like you shouldn't be our starting guard. And for, through much of the preseason, there was a lot of question as to how he would do it. And he struggled, but we had the conversation before. And I said, it doesn't matter. You're the guy until, you, until the wheels absolutely come off. And so we want you to know that. And, and so I don't know whether that, whether, whether that helped him or not. I just know I wanted him to understand. And it doesn't mean that if, shoot, he goes into camp and some guy just outplays him, yeah, we're going to start the other guy. But that, that discussion is because, I, we, you know, you guys have heard me enough to know that, that it's a long haul for these guys. We talked about it last season. And, yeah, they played good for three or four weeks. But it's, it's a long season. And, and there's a lot that can happen. There's a lot of development. And it's not so much it's, it's what do they do with when they fail. And that's what you don't know till they really fail. It's one thing to fail out here. It's nothing to fail when you're posted on Twitter failing, when, you're, when they do the spotlight on the NFL Network and all the, the people point you out as being the reason why in the fourth quarter you gave up the sack fumble, blah, blah, blah. You know, then you got to come in the next day and you know, pretend like it didn't happen and go to work. That's when you really find out about the character of the guy. That's why what John and Kyle have done, going back to discussing the John Felicianos and the people that you bring in these high character guys and these guys are they, they, they dig in and they, they usually can find their way through that. So I don't remember who we're talking about now, but it could have been anybody. Chris, you mentioned uh, your players, especially the younger guys, taking snaps from a number of different quarterbacks. How does the current quarterback situation affect what you're doing this time of year? I don't think it really does because the offense is the offense and, and uh, we're not uh, tailoring anything for a quarterback run game right now. So everything is set up as if we're, it could be Brock, it could be any of these four guys, uh, the three that are there now and then Brock could be in there. So it really isn't for us anything different. And it's good for guys to take snaps from different people. There's just a limited number of snaps. So uh, there's not a lot of ops, but we got to get that ironed out. But it doesn't really change much, um, uh, I don't think, for anybody other than the fact that a couple of guys are new. And learning the system, but other than that, for us, it's it's all good. This year, kind of uh, last year midseason, there was kind of discussion that with the whole new coaching staff or a lot of new coaches on the offensive side, that the system to get information to Kyle changed and kind of you got in your flow maybe midseason. You have more consistency this year. Is that going to? Do you already feel that? Helping your momentum going yeah, I think that Clint Kubiak's coming and taking Bobby Slowick's role, so he's had the most learning to do. But last year, you're, you're right. We had even me. I'd been the line coach here before, but I had to move into that run game coordinator, whatever that is. But I had, I had more to do. I had a little bit more to do than I had to do the year before. And uh, 
and, and, and then everybody else was brand new in their position. So you're right. It did take a while for, for Kyle to adjust because he's had Mike McDaniel forever and, and all these guys had been on the staff and all of a sudden, boom, they're all gone. And, and it did take some time. And that's not an excuse for how we played in the first part of the season. We could have won all those games, but it would have gone the same way. We, there was still an adjustment as far as the workflow, who does what for Kyle, who prepares these tapes, uh, because for years they'd been done by certain people and all of a sudden it changed and who was going to fill those fill that role. He had Greasy for the first time as a quarterback coach. So this year, I think we kind of know where, where we're going. And I think uh, with, with, with Clint filling in for Bobby, kind of just doing the same thing, I think we've got a real good flow right now. I think when we get to the season, we shouldn't be too far off of where we would from, from say, like you said, the midpoint of the season, whenever we kind of started to get our stride as far as how everybody's role was going to fill out. I mean, shoot, um, you know, Brian, uh, Brian Fleury and I, I mean, uh, we, Brian was a part of the run game early. Uh, but then we came to realize just the marriage that he and I could work together because to, he sits in more with Kyle for the past game formations, things like that. So he and I, um, cre we created together much more and he was much more integral part of formationing and motioning and adjusting those types of things. I'm like, you know, I'm still a line coach at heart in a lot of ways. I mean, yes, schematically how we're going to do things, but I'm looking at what's best for the line, the runner, the, the angles and things like that. And then they're going to dress it up. And Brian, as the year went on, took on more of that role. I think everybody did. Shoot, Clay Kubiak created this tape for Kyle on Fridays that was outstanding. And it was and it was probably as good as it's ever been, uh, understanding what we needed to get done. So it's been it's been really cool to watch the guys and how everybody's worked together and grown in their roles. You mentioned last one. Go ahead, at some point last year, I think you were half-jokingly, but you said, like, Gracie might Sometimes near the end of the day, it'd be like, what are we still doing here? Um, <laughs> I was joking. I was joking. Gotcha. Uh, but, I mean, did you, obviously he's back. There was some talk that, you know, you had to consider, you know, is this, does he want to continue to be a coach? Um, anyway, I guess, what, what did he bring last year? And you know, I assume it was a nice Oh, it's such a great, it, we, it's, like I said, and again, this is, you know, it's 2023, it's a whole new thing, but I can speak to last year, and, and, and it's such a nice, everybody's role, you know, Brian's role as a former player, adds a perspective. He's got a great knowledge of the offense. He's a good football coach. He understands the quarterback position, but he has that great perspective of having played the position. And you have Clay Kubiak was in the room with him. Bobby Slowick was in the room with the quarterbacks. Kyle obviously is the loudest voice probably in the room with the quarterbacks to help, you know, direct the, the way, the direction, the way things are going. And the other guys are to, to take care of from there. But it's like everybody had, and it, it, right now it was a cool puzzle. It kind of all fit, you know, Brian had his role, Bobby, now Clay, um, uh, Cl uh, Clint, I mean, but Clint now uh, Bobby instead of Bobby, and then Clay was in there as well. And I think everybody just kind of fills those roles and and uh, and is able to really get uh, you know help each other out, complement each other. And that's why I think that Brian now Brian I think obviously this year has a lot more confidence. He, he knows the offense one year more. Um, he's got a lot more confidence in what Kyle wants. And so it's still it's always a work in progress as far as how how this thing plays out. It's always it's always a management job, and and, and that's where you know everybody has to work together because Kyle being the head coach, he can't necessarily be up and down the hallway making sure everybody, you know, everything's all fitting together. We got to all work together on this thing this year. Is, it, it is a little different, but it is nice to kind of, everybody kind of set in their roles. I think Brian's ready to take that next step as well and be, not like he wasn't confident, but I think he's very, you know, he feels like his feet are on the ground this year. And it's not all new for him. Thanks, Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Later.